Welcome to Double Eagles Radio Network, and welcome to the voice of clarity and light in these dark times of the Glory of God Revealed series. And these podcast series gives you the revelation to open up your blind spots, to see in the spirit, so you're not blinded by the darkness. That's the whole translation into the glory of God revealed in you that Christ paid to get you out of bondage, death, blindness, disease, and hell. These messages tune up that spirit man. And a lot of times people avoid the negativities. They talk about the judgments to come, but they don't give you the answer out of being in bondage to go into the robe of righteousness to wash your temple clean through the blood of Christ so you can be translated or renewed into this new creature. That's why when you when you, you see that all these scriptures are the bread of life but they have to be consumed by the spirit. Man doesn't live by bread alone. So when you hear, read, to be carnally minded is death, to be spiritually minded is Life and peace, if you sow to the flesh, you'll reap corruption. But if you sow to the Spirit, you'll reap life everlasting. Jesus wants to take you and translate you into his presence. So that's why if you're in the Spirit, your body's dead because of sin. That's the sinful nature. And if you do mortify your flesh, you're going to live through the Spirit and be risen again with Christ, seated in heavenly places now. That's how you turn on your light. You know, the eyes are the light of the body, but if you're laying up your treasure in earthen things, your earthen vessel can't be, can't manifest God's light. And when you manifest the light of Jesus, spiritual dominions of darkness back off. That's why the Bible says, be not unequally yoked with unbelievers. Doesn't mean you can't love them. Matter of fact, that's why you make friends with them. But you can't become what they are. You can't compromise that light in you to become the darkness in them when you're growing at light speed, being baptized in the Holy Ghost and fire, and starting a newness of life. For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? What communion has light with darkness? You know this. What agreement do you have that Christ has with the devil? There is none. Two cannot walk together unless they be agreed. Divided house can't stand. What agreement does God have with the temple of idols? So if you're not giving Jesus Christ the glory, whoa, because the Bible says and what he is, in this manifestation, eye to eye, is I will dwell in them and walk in them and I will be their God and they should be my people. Wherefore, come out from amongst them be separate. Boy, that's, you know, don't touch this unclean thing called the carnal man or feed him. It's kind of like going to the hog trough of death and carnality. So you got to put on the mind of Christ and having therefore these promises, the Bible says, Dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit. 
perfecting holiness in the fear of God. In other words, how do you get your spirit cleansed? Through the washing of the water of the Word and the regeneration of the Holy Ghost, and you've been made an overcomer with the Word of your testimony. That's how the new man starts to become the new creature in Christ. In other words, when you start to read the hard revelations of the mystery of God, the whole creature is groaning for this manifestation of the sons of God. So you start to say, wait a minute. God is love, and that love of God constrains us to stay on the new path, the straight and narrow. That allows you the wisdom that King Solomon prayed for, that Jesus said, ask and it shall be given, seek and you'll find, knock and that door shall be opened. Wherefore, henceforth, we know no man after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, or the Son of Man, henceforth we know him no more. That means you've got to translate into the glorified Christ, the glorified church without spot or wrinkle, pressed out in the Holy Ghost of comfort and power, to give you the enlightened eyes to conduct yourself as a new creature in Christ, in the world, not of it. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's that new creature. So Christ keeps washing you clean in that resurrected blood of his presence. Behold, all things are new. The old things are passed away. That's how you're reconciled in. That's how you become an ambassador to people that have known you from the past. Uh-oh, here's the negative side of all that because Jesus is a unifier. But unless you come out and separate yourself with that testimony of life and forsake all that, unless you forsake father, mother, brother, children's lands, wives, for the gospel's sake, for the kingdom of God's sake, you can no wise enter into this inheritance, and neither can they. That's how they have a chance becoming new, through the word of your testimony. And look, isn't there... This is the least spot that anyone's looking for to overcome the earthly calamities that are coming on these earthquakes and disasters and tribulations and wars and rumors of wars. But God said, have no fear. I'm going to deliver you out of all them if you stand for me in this wicked, perverse, and adulterous generation. And they're going to persecute you. Here's the coup de grace. Above all that, if you're truly his saint. Just like the three Hebrews, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were the ones thrown in the fiery furnace for their integrity and uprightness. But they were the ones who the Son of God stood with. So the powers and principalities to be, the dominions of darkness, only flee at the light manifested, multiplied, and agreed with, one believer to another. We have this treasure, earthen vessels, that the excellency of that power may be of God and not of us. They're going to turn to you for a testimony because of the darkness and the stress and the fear and the anxiety and the depression. Man's hearts are failing them because of fear. Settle this in your heart. Therefore, don't meditate on what you're going to say. For in that hour I will give you a mouth of wisdom, which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. Now who are your adversaries? We just went over about the carnal man. Your old nature in the ones that identify with that person, 
can become your enemies. Listen to this. And you shall be betrayed by both your parents, kinfolk, brethren, friends, and some of you they shall cause to be put to death. And you shall be hated for all men's sake. I thought this was the gospel of love and peace. It is. But you got the courage and boldness to stand and fight the good fight with the word of your testimony in fear, not in love. That boldness of love makes you stand and not be took in the time of temptation, intimidation, or evil. That's how you have the power to overcome all the power of the enemy. And you shall be hated for all men's sake, but there shall not a hair on your head perish. Your patience, you possess your soul. See, that's what it truly means to be unified. If you're alone, you're separating the God to be poured out for God and to listen and to speak and to prophesy and to dream and to see visions and to testify and to minister back to stranger, friend, foe, wherever the Holy Ghost moves you, and better yet, the house of God. This is the prophecy of Joel fulfilled in the double latter rain portion of God's power. And it shall come to pass in these last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. So age has nothing to do with this. And God can use you. If you're still breathing and you're still here on this earth, it's for this reason to glorify Jesus, to back off darkness. A good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. If you lost it all, if you have nothing, if you're barren, if you're spiritually bankrupt, here's how you make up the breach. Here's how you redeem the time for the days are evil. And on my servants and on my handmaidens, I will pour out my spirit. And in those days, they shall prophesy and I will show wonders in heaven above, signs in the earth beneath. Blood, fire, vapors of smoke. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon into blood. Before the great notable day, the Lord's coming. You have an opportunity of a millennia here to stand to tell people that these days are over. But there's a new heaven and a new earth in a new word that's the power of resurrection of beauty of holiness and it shall come to pass that whoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved that's why he says go ye in the highways the hedges the byways and bid them to come to my house that it might be filled saith the Lord tell them the truth about God sup from the master's table for I say unto you that none of these men that were bidden shall taste of my supper the ones that have God know better and do nothing with Him. Too much is given, much is required. To him that has of this revelation and does it, more should be added in abundance to what he does have. If he's not doing this or forsaking the assembly of God, in that foolishness for selfishness, it shall be taken away. And it could be seven times worse as you're being boiled like a frog in your carnality and pride in that false light. That's for another day. 
If any man come to me and hate not his father and his mother, wife, children, brethren, and sisters, yea, in his own life, he can't be my disciple. Okay, now, here we are. Here's the line in the road. Strive ye enter in at the straight gate. For many, I say, unto you will seek to enter in and shall not be able. Time and chance, time and space happens to them all. You don't want to be the one who forsakes the assembly of God and then has nothing left after knowing the power encompassed about with his great cloud of witnesses and seeing the miracles of God and receiving the healings and the blessing and the increase and the favor. To turn away, there remains no more sacrifice for your sins, but a certain fearful looking forth of judgment and fiery indignation, which shall devour the enemies and your adversaries. One or the other, folks. Call to remembrance the former days in which after you were illuminated, you endured a great fight of affliction. And so you understand the afflictions, the hardships are meant to forge you. Are meant to develop you, heal you, and overcome that old death. So let's take out this family first thing and put God first, shall we? And inherit everything in the kingdom of heaven. You suppose I come to give peace on earth, I tell you, nay, rather division. Now henceforth, there shall be five in one house divided, three against two, and two against three. The father shall be divided against the son, the son against the father, and the mother against the daughter, and the daughter against the mother, and the mother-in-law against the daughter-in-law, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. In other words, the countenance of a friend to friend. The glory of God comes through that friction of testimony. And I'm going to close with this. You have an opportunity here. Right now, seize your moment. Therefore, gird up your loins and arise. Speak up unto them that I command you. Don't be dismayed by their faces, lest I confound you before them. Don't be a coward here. Don't be scared. For behold, I have made you this day a defense city, an iron pillar, a brazen wall against the whole land. And they shall fight against you, but they shall not prevail against you. For I am with you, saith the Lord, to deliver you.